So I was just reading um, uh, the friend of mine that went down to Peru with me, the, her, her blog about the experience of, of releasing um, trauma from her body during the ceremony. And what's outstanding to me in all of this is how it's just somebody spews their garbage and their vomit and their shit all over a child when they abuse them and hurt them and and traumatize them and that all that shit all that horror all that terror literally become a waste dump of it it literally it's like you're floating in a sewer because all of it is against life all of it any kind of um emotional abuse physical abuse sexual abuse Anything that terrifies a little child is is poison. And your body ingests it. Your body holds it like a sewer. And there is so much terror in facing it. This is one of the things that I think is so powerful. You know, it's, these are not kumbaya moments, all right? You know, when you deal with the universe, it's fierce. It's messy. It's like life and death. It's messy and it's just like going in, like diving into a sewer of shit. And you hold that. You hold it in your body, in your cells, in your very being, you are holding the dark and it is vile and slimy and disgusting. And you may not see it when you get dressed up in the morning to go to your office and do your job. And you may think, oh, you know, everything's fine. But you can't see in the same way you can't see under a microscope, until you come under a microscope, the zillion bacterias, the truth of who you are, of what lives inside of you. And I get it. People suddenly get sick and they're, oh, I don't know why I'm sick. I don't I was so healthy. I was so, well. So that's why these medicines are so important because they really, truly clean you out. And you see it and you feel the horror and the pain and the slime and the sewer and the stench that has been engraved upon your energetic field by trauma, and especially by adults hurting children. And, you know, one of the biggest things is to face it. Who's being held hostage is not you now, it's your child. You know, you are holding the darkness of somebody else. It's like they've spread their virus on you. It is like a virus. And the dam is, if you say anything, you know, you'll die. The terror of it. So it is monumental to go into it, to face it, to see it, to re-experience, as you do in ceremonies, the horror of it, the pain, the swelling, the pukedom, the stench, the humiliation, the guilt, the, all the stuff that comes with somebody depositing their poison 
on your little innocent energetic field. And you have to normalize it. I think one of the most crazy things is you have to make it work. It's like being dipped in cement and saying walk. And you have to walk. And you think that's it. I mean, I've been dropped here. These are my parents. This must be right. I have to accept this. So when you leave Zombie Island, because it is, you don't even know you're on Zombie Island until you leave, until you look back and go, ugh, that was disgusting. Because they've made it normal. And if they've made it normal, you have to make it normal. And they're tricksters, right? Everybody does it in their, has their own way of grooming children or hurting them or emotionally pummeling them or... It's, it's horrific. But the great thing is that if you do go into ceremony, it will be surfaced. Whatever the filth, the rot, you know, it's like looking at a, an old soup that's been rotting for the last 60 years and finding bits and bobs in there. It's just putrid and shitty and horrific. It can be cleansed. And then you'll go back and you go, oh my God, where the fuck was I? You won't even know where you've been. Because it smothered you. And you just took it on. And of course, if you haven't faced it, it's because you're terrified. The child is frozen in terror. Never forget, it's not you that's going in. No, not you that's 30, 40, 50, 60. No, 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 no. You're going in to defrost the terror that your child had to face and then a consequent smothering of the shit on that little child of some adult's disgusting, vile filth. The universe moves on. Energy is in movement. There's no movement if you're stuck in terror, if you're frozen in terror. And even worse, if you're pretending that there is no terror. Believe you me, I've been there. What do you mean there's something wrong? I'm perfectly fine. Perfectly fine until you're not perfectly fine. Because children, you know, they think they have to take on the world by themselves. I was told I was weak. I have to be strong. There's something wrong with me. With me that I can't be thrown into a cage naked and sold. That's me that's wrong. Oh, not you. So little children take on so much horror and responsibility and terror. And they're children. Children. Who deserve nothing but love and care and safety, not evil. So, yeah. It's not just I feel bad. No, 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 no. All of that is inscribed into your energetic field like poison, like filth, like a sewer. Mm. 
No one can see it. Only you suffer the terror and the anxiety and the shutdown. Living in a home where horror is happening and you don't even know. And again, it doesn't have to be, you know, kid in basement being raped. No, no, it doesn't have to be that. It can be very subtle, very, very subtle. It could be a parent putting a child down, making fun of a child, refusing its needs. Abuse is very, very subtle. It doesn't have to come in, you know, bucket loads of water. It is a sharp-edged knife that can just poke and poke and poke. Or someone's arriving with all their unfinished rage and smother you. Their unfinished poison, whatever form it takes, and you are on the receiving end. You are the garbage dumper. They dump their shit because they can't do it to another adult, so why not an innocent child? I was walking out of somebody's home and next door I had this screaming, this child, like, fuck you. It was like this, oh my God, it was poison. All of that sits inside your body. Your body holds all the information, every last look, every last angry word, every drop of rage, it sits like a bomb inside of you. You can cover it up with the fanciest clothes and the greatest trainers and the fantastic jacket, but it's still there. In the same way bacteria buzzes around all of you, millions of it, but you can't see it. We are layers and layers of energy. And all the information is neatly tucked away in our whole body, hands, arms, heads, legs, wherever, in your intestines, in your organs. Don't run from it. Quite the opposite. Move towards it. That's where the healing is. The healing is to see it. And you may not, I didn't know I was in zombie land. I had no idea. I was, I just accepted this was my fate, zombie land. These were my parents. It was okay for them to do that. It was okay for them to sell me. Why not? What's the matter with you? Are you fucking serious? There were no human rights. Are you serious? Not in trickster lands, no, 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 no. But if you know human rights for children, in families, how will anyone ever know? They slammed the door in your face. They screamed at you. The innocence of childhood. Wakanisha, sacred children. Arriving to hell. And trying to make hell work. And taking on, this is what do children do? They take it on board. They make it their problem. It's not a child's problem. Nothing is a child's problem. Nothing. 
Adults have choices, children do not. There is nowhere for them to go. So when you get to finally unearth it and see it and face it, that's where your victory is. And no, you're not going to want to do it. No, no, no one does. Who does? Who wants to do ayahuasca? Who wants to do anything? Who wants to go into these realms? I mean, no, not really. They're dark. They're difficult. They're messy. They're frightening. You think you can't handle it? You can. You can handle anything. Is it tough to jump? Yeah. But you will. Because you'll love your child more than you'll fear the people you have to meet. Will you go back? I don't know. I certainly won't. There's nothing to go back to. There were no parents. Everybody was in on it. It's literally like... It's literally like being in a world where you've literally shut down the world. That's what it's like when you grow up with trauma. Like I had to shut it all down. So I was in complete pretend. I literally reclassified everybody and repainted and made it work. It was like literally being in hell, but not wanting to see it and not seeing it but still having to endure it, right? You have to black it out, the the horror they did to you, right? And the medicine comes in and turns all the lights on. This is where you are. This is where you've been. This is what you've agreed to. This is what you actually happened to you. It takes a while, but it will come. And that's why the medicines are such great allies because they come in with you. And they say, you're not alone. We're going to do this together. And they hold your hand. And they love you unconditionally. And they show you. They become your new parents. They become your allies. They're your Navy SEALs. And with them, you can say, well, no, okay. Thank you for sharing. Thank you for sharing. I'm done. And you realize you're not that, and that will die. It can't live if you see it. No secret can live when it's exposed. There's no going back once you've tunneled in. can't live there's it it only lives when you black it out you see that's how it works it's a sumo wrestler in the you know in the primary suite in the Waldorf you know if you if you just keep it up there and keep feeding it you never go in you just keep feeding it it's when you go in and go oh no I don't think so I think we're going to move you into the motel six and then we're going to evict you completely is it motel six I've got to kind of see who you are and then you're done That, you know, I was literally the Petri dish for its growth. My blackout 
allowed it to spread throughout my whole system. The terror that I had allowed it to just populate and replicate and take over because of the terror and the trickery. And the innocence of a child. But the medicine or whatever it is that you do gives you this enormous love, knowing that the universe is there, that this huge ally, which is oh so powerful, it gives you the courage to go in and face it. Again, you have to relive it all. You have to turn all the lights on. There's no book to read. There's no thing to think about. You actually have to be in there with them. It's like having real parents with a little child and say, okay, we're going to put the lights on in this room. We're here with you. It's okay. You can see this. We're here with you to see it all. You've had the lights off your whole life and now you're back in that room. They take you there and you're like, they're like, okay, I'm going to switch this light on over here. And you see that horror and you, then they switch on another one. But now you have the whole universe as an ally, the whole plant kingdom, the great Shipibo. You know you were stolen. You know now that this was a theft of your soul. And you have no problem standing up to them. Is it easy? Absolutely not. Oh my God. But once seen, it cannot be unseen. Once known, it cannot be unknown. And it can no longer live. It breeds, it feeds, it replicates when there's terror. It brings all of its minions in. Even in the second ceremony, I was like, in the last ceremony, there was more shit coming out of me, more darkness. They pile on. They move in when, when you're terrified. And they're energies, dark energies. That's why sitting through it is the best, you know? Keep sitting. Keep facing. Let it, it is a bit like a very biblical thing, you know, where he sat for 40 days and let everything come to him in the desert or whatever. I don't, I've never read the Bible, so I think it's one of the stories where he just sat and he was tempted and then he was terrified and then he was whatever, God knows. What they did to him, the same thing. You actually get to see the devil. I certainly did. The trickster. can't hide and then what happens is that it disappears you know it tries to con you back and keep you in hell of course it will do that it doesn't have any more power anymore because you've changed sides you're no longer willing to black out you can recover the torch of the light you're not afraid to use it. And you're fully allied with whatever it is that you're using to go into these realms. For me, it was the plant medicines. In a recent depiction, I was, it was, the plants were like coming through me. I was just fertile soil. They were just eating me up. It was fantastic. And I was a little child in a little cradle being 
being looked after by the Shapiro. I'd been taken from the dark, returned home. It takes an enormous amount of courage, and I don't have any. I've only built it through the last five years with the help of this ally, of this tremendous ally, plant medicines. It's interesting because, you know, they actually said to me, you know, in a ceremony, it's teamwork, teamwork. You work with allies. And what they're removing and what you're, what's being removed is the horror of what happened as you see it. What's being removed is your, well, actually what's being gained is your courage as you go forward. And you're leaving. It's a form of departure from hell. Because whatever the trauma was for you, it keeps you hostage. Mine was a Molotov cocktail of a lot of like guilds and grooming and pretending and secrecy. It was horrific, horrific. It just makes me want to puke, just the thought of it. It was so vile and it's intense and putting me down and humiliation. It was all a trick to silence you, to silence me. So all of this is about the light and the dark and it's about you having the courage to face it. And then of course, a reconnect with your home, which is originally God, whatever, however you want to see that or whatever that is for you. Or it's the light, I don't know, divinity, I don't know. All the names don't do it any justice. I don't know what it is. It's just the light, let's put it that way. The flow. Any kind of trauma is a, is a disfigurement. It's an interference in action, in flow. It's a capture, it's a theft. It's a stagnation, a paralysis. You just look at an animal, you know, they freeze if they get terrified. They shake it off and they move on. We do not shake it off and move on. We, you know, petrify there. And then, you know, the longer you petrify, the bigger the walls. With me, it was very cleverly done because it was all the abuse and suddenly the layering on of gifts. And it was all very confusing. You know, I'd blacked out the horror. Then suddenly I was an ick person. It was just all a trick, a very vile, seductive trick to ensure that I would shut up. And we were abroad, so it wasn't, we weren't near any family, so, you know, it was easier. A lot of horror goes on in households no one knows about. Such a, I, I, didn't, I wish there was a way for me to not let that happen, but again, we can't invade people's privacies, right? People are very clever at hiding it. And children are very vulnerable, so they agree to it. But, you know, again, you have to go into battle. That's it. 
I have a very lovely knight that I bought in that toy store. The knight on a horse. And this beautiful sparkling pink antlered deer coming out. Remove all the crust of poison. So your soul can rain forth. Live again, live anew. And so it's a journey. It's a journey into the dark, to your shadow. Has no schedule. No, if you're dealing with plant medicines, there's no schedule. You don't know. It's just, you know, how much are you willing to connect? How much are you willing to ally? How much are you willing to surrender to the medicine? How much are you willing to see? It's always asking for transformation, even though this, again, horrific part is done. It, it's not, it's, it's not, it may be done, but then something else is going to emerge, right? Nature pours a vacuum. You keep going. You keep transforming. It doesn't end. That part may end. But there's the birth of something new. Unencumbered by the dark. What does that look like? I don't know what that looks like. I think it's an intuitive thing. That your intuition is on, your feelings are on, your under your awareness is on. There's more energy flowing. The network has been put on again. It's like going into an old village where everybody's left. Right? All the lights are out. Nobody lives anywhere there. It's like a ghost town. And then suddenly the water runs again, right? The energy returns. The lights are switched on. Life can live again. You can live again. Your soul is on. The darkness is lovelessness. I mean, I think I looked back and I thought, oh my God, what a cruel, cold, loveless life. Loveless life. In love, there's, there's truth, there's honesty, there's a, the breathing, the, the powerful sexuality of your life force, creative, all of that. It's on. There are no obstacles, there's no, there are no hurdles. You're moved by your soul, by your truth, by passion. You don't stop to consider or negotiate or figure out. Love is just everywhere, right? It's like being thrown into the gulag, being refused life. You know, if I refuse you your life, if I traumatize you, I own you in my darkness. No one gets life. The perpetrator gets ownership, the pretend power of holding a, a tortoise hostage. It's a full shutdown. 
very powerful. And very lifeless. So, the return is for everything to flower again, right? For you to become fertile soil for your life, for you to, you know, come up out of the cave, out of the dark, out of the ground. It really, I literally saw it in a ceremony of just coming up out of the ground, being in the dark, being buried alive by the weight of someone's poison that creates your trauma. Be free of it. It's like entering the party. I suppose it must have been like the Soviet bloc when the Berlin Wall came down. It was like, oh God, yes. Give me truth, life, food, work. My engine is on. Not like looking around, seeing who's saying what, who's going to die next. What, you know, like, oh my God. It's like in Cuba where they have to look over each other's shoulders to see, you know, who's doing what so they can you know, report it to the police. Horrific. Life force. You don't get punished for being alive. You get to express all of you. My friend who wrote the blog, and it was a very powerful blog. Very. It was like, I'm going to show everybody what happened to me. And she's still like, I don't know if I should post it, you know. You're right. The fear of, the fear continues, right? That's how powerful it is when children are shut down. The threat of death. If I post this, what's going to happen? I mean, no one cares, right? In the realm of life, people post stuff all the time, which is crazy, right? But this isn't crazy. This is reality. That's what I think about movies, you know movies, people pretending to be people. Yeah, this is real life. This is like, there's nothing to pretend here. It happened. It's the truth. It's horrific. Not many people do that. Stories on abuse of children. No, it's far too frightening. It's far too true. And it happens far too often. So yes, if you're, you know, dealing with powerful, difficult trauma, and again, it doesn't have to be sexual. It could be anything. It could be emotional. It could be physical. Any kind of injury to your child halts that life force. For me, I could think about it like it was a breaker switch. Someone just shut the lights down. That's the terror. Like a, you know, 100-foot wave coming at you at the beach. It's over. You shut down. That's what needs to be turned on. That's what you have to go and pull that lever up. Pull those lights and see what the truth of what happened and leave. At the beginning of all of this, you're in Zombie Island. The medicine switches the lights on you begin to leave slowly and slowly you get further and further away from zombie island so you can actually finally outline the truth you're no longer in that pretend let me like you know 
airbrush this into something that it's not. It's a slow, it's a slow dissolve of the smothering of the poison as it's being cleansed and then the emerging of you. You can finally be here. It's okay to be here. You can finally choose a path again. Finally choose the path that you want. The life that you want. They have no power over you. And they'll try to the end. Believe you me, you'll get tested right to the end. Evil doesn't leave that easily. Conditioning. But you have to hold strong to the medicine. You have to hold strong to the light. And, you know, tested or not, be anchored in your truth. You know, you definitely feel like, I mean, I feel like I was an orphan, really. Like, well, where, where did all that life go? Well, it, it went it, in ownership. And yeah, you were an orphan in a way. If there's trauma, it is a bit like being exiled. But here's the difference. You may lose, quote unquote, a family. There were never a family if there's trauma. But you gain the whole kingdom. I mean, you, you, you're just so connected to everything, to the universe, to these energies, to, especially if you're doing ayahuasca, to the plants. There's this very powerful reconnect with the everything. And then you realize you really don't have any control. I mean, the universe is doing what it's doing. It's like, you know, I can't really, I'm not changing anyone, right? Everybody's destiny is already written. It's going to happen as it's going to happen, whether you, you know, scream or yell or, you know, do a kumbaya song. You don't really have that much influence. The only thing you can really do is to change yourself, to change, to sort of clean up your garden, fix your garden, know who you are. That's all you can really do. If you do that, then you've already won. You know, if you can be cleansed of the poison, go into your dark and remove it, well then energetically you're, you're already going to be, you know, affecting everything around you, everyone around you, which then affects, you know, them and affects other people. But this whole, I'm going to go into the, you know, I'm going to march and... No. I mean, no shade on that, that's your thing, but in the end... It's an interior cleansing. It's internal. I wish I could just put a tattoo on my face or on my ass or fuck. And, you know, write freedom and it just be easy. It's not, it doesn't work like that. These are massive energies. The work is work. It is a climb up the Himalayas. It's a struggle to tear these shit down. And you say, well, you know, wow. You don't look any different. Well... No, I may look the same, but internally I'm not the same. And when you've removed a captor, you know, your energy flows. So, again, you, you may not understand. I certainly still don't really understand how any of this works. It's, again, it's faith, belief, 
trust. Desperation, you know, I, I had to heal. What did it mean? The loss of a pretend family that didn't exist? Yeah. The bringing back my children? Absolutely. A promise to them, yeah. Potential of a new life. Being given the birth, the, the, you know, the chance to live again. That's pretty insane. What happens to them? I don't really know. They kind of dissolve. They don't really matter. You, you've grown a truth. You've grown a self. Your soul is returned in a way. Your home. That is the most important. Your home. In yourself. You're anchored in your truth. You have awareness. You have seeing like you've never had before. And you're awake. Will bad stuff happen? I'm sure. Shit happens all day, every day. But you're not going to shut down when it happens now. You're going to be fully awake and ready to take on whatever needs to be seen. Bye.